Hey guys, this is Dominique and I am back with another Wise Words podcast episode. I want to thank you guys so much just for continuing to tune in every single week. I promise I didn't forget about you guys today. Um, I know I usually post the episode like early in the afternoon or in the morning on Sundays. It's just, it's been a Sunday, you know, I've been wrapping up Christmas gifts. I went to church and church was amazing. Um, I went out with my siblings and spent time with my nieces and nephews. You know, family is always important. And so that's why I'm a little bit behind on putting out the episode today. But nonetheless, it's still coming out on Sunday. So at least you guys know, hey, I'm still consistent. It's still happening the way it's supposed to happen. It's just a little bit later than usual. But um, yeah, you know, the topic that I want to talk about today, you guys, I actually went back and forth with topics. I was going to do one topic, then I changed my mind. Then I was going to do another topic, and I was like, uh, no, I don't want to do that one because I want to bring a guest on for that one. And then finally, it just came down to this one topic, and I avoided this topic because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to bring it back, you know, to therapy and theology. Like, I don't know how I'm going to tie the two together, but I finally figured it out how I was going to tie them together, and I'm like, bet. I'm going to do this episode. So this episode is talking about faith. And the first thing that people think when they hear faith is they automatically think of the spiritual side. They don't really think about the mental health side of it, but it really is important to have faith. And there are benefits to your mental health as well as your spiritual health when you have faith. It's just, it may not be called faith in the mental health aspect, but it is still the same thing. And that's what I'm going to teach you guys today in this episode. So I'm actually excited to kind of break it down, but I'm also even more excited to talk about faith because this is something that God has really been growing me up in as a spirit, you know, as a woman of God, just spiritually growing and having more faith, having that crazy faith that Michael Todd always talks about. Like I got the book y'all, I've been reading it. Like I'm, that's a level I'm really, really trying to get at like every day striving for. So to talk about it on my podcast, God, please let Mike Todd hear this, <laughs> you know, I hope it reaches him so he knows that he inspired me. But seriously, though, like faith is needed in both the spiritual health and the mental health. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode. So when we think about faith. Again, like I said, the first thing that we assume is Christianity, right? We think about it in a spiritual, biblical sense. That's what we think about when we hear faith, as we should, because the Bible talks a lot about faith, right? And, of course, you know, usually, y'all, in these episodes, I start off with the mental health aspect and then go to the spiritual aspect, but I'm going to do it backwards this time. I'm going to start off with the spiritual aspect first, then I'm going to jump into the mental health aspect, because really and truly, faith is a spiritual thing but I want to break it down at a different you know level I want to break it down spiritually first and then lead you into it as far as the mental health aspect goes because I want you guys to be able to understand it so when we think about faith as far as scriptures go the one scripture or actually the book that I think about like a whole book is Hebrews chapter 11 because it talks about examples of faith like y'all whole chapter talking about all the people in the Bible who had faith. So whenever you get time, I'm not going to read the whole chapter on this podcast episode. I am going to read some pieces from it though, but I want you guys to go and read Hebrews chapter 11 because it talks about all the examples of faith. But I really love the first verse because the first verse says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. It is literally 
clear as day what faith is in that verse. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. So think about when you hope for something like it's Christmas time, right? A lot of us hope for things. We're hoping for a Christmas bonus from our job. We're hoping for, you know, some AirPods or we're hoping for a new car or some Ugg boots or something like that. Like we're hoping for things, right? And when you hope for it, you don't have it yet, right? It's not in your position yet, but you're hoping for it because you want it to be in your position. It also says in the second part of that verse that it is the evidence of things we cannot see. So you do not see it physically. That goes back to that hope part. You don't see it right now. You don't have it right now, but you want to have it. And so you're believing for it. That is what faith is. Faith is really believing for the thing that you know that you want to have and it's not there yet, but you know you're going to get it and that's why you're believing for it. If I have faith that I'm going to get a million dollars, I do not have a million dollars right now, y'all. I will probably not have a million dollars tomorrow, just being realistic, but I could still believe that I'm going to have a million dollars, right? I could still put the faith in it and I could use prayer to accompany that. And I can use whatever else the Lord may require me to do to, you know, match my faith. Because that's what Michael Todd's book, Crazy Faith, talks about. It talks about all the components of faith. And, you know, it's not just believing, you know, especially when you're crazy faith. You got to give. You got to do stuff, right? But I'm just talking about the precursor for you guys. If y'all want to learn about that, go watch his sermons. I promise you, you'll be blessed. But seriously, though, like, I am talking about faith in itself. And so when you think about it, y'all. There are so many examples, you know, in the Bible that show us how faith works. It says in Hebrews 11 verse 3, by faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. Now, what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Gotcha. I read that wrong at first, (laughs) but got it now. But yeah, so that verse is saying like God literally made the universe. He didn't just have, he didn't have like a toolkit, (laughs) y'all. I'm thinking of like a little dollhouse. Y'all know when y'all buy me Christmas gifts. I'm just going to keep talking about Christmas because I know it's coming. Like my sister, y'all got a Barbie dream house and they had to put that thing together. And I'm just thinking about all the pieces and stuff. God did not have like a universe dream house he didn't have like an instruction manual to put together he literally just spoke it out of faith and it came to pass that's how powerful god is he created this entire universe that's why people be saying the universe i'd be like no you mean god because god he god created the universe the universe came from him not the other way around but i digress um but that's a whole nother tangent but anyway like he spoke it all out of faith and so That's how you know that faith comes from belief. It comes from something you do not see, but you want to see. I also think of faith as, you know, just that assurance. When I think of faith, I think about an assurance, like a reassurance, because we know that reassurance is something that a lot of us crave as humans, especially in relationships. We want to be reassured. We want to know that we are doing something right, that we are secure. And what better person to be secure in than God, right? God is never changing. The Bible literally says that that he is the same guy yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He does not change, which is really good because people, we change all the time. Even when we are comfortable with people we love, we still change, but God doesn't. And so just having that security and reassurance that he is a 
never changing God, that should be something that pushes us to have faith, right? We should have faith because we know that he's a God we could pray for, that we could pray to, that we could pray for something and, and send it to him and it can come to pass. That's why even there is a verse that says, you know, that if we pray for something and we have faith that we have received it, then it should be ours. I I want to give y'all the right reference before I just say exactly what it is, which verse that is. But I know that that's a verse. There it is. It's Mark 11 and 24. I did have the look at me. I had the right reference in my head. <laughs> I didn't want to say it until I double check. But that verse says, I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. That's a powerful verse because that's saying that if you have faith that what you're asking God for, if you really have faith that, you know, you've received it, then it will be yours. Something that I always quote when I'm praying or whatever I quote and I, I promise I do this every time I pray, especially if I'm praying for something that just seems impossible. I, I always say, God, you said in your word, if I had faith the size of a mustard seed, I can tell this mountain to move and it shall move. So with that mustard seed size faith, God, I am believing you for and then I fill in the blank. That's exactly how I have prayed many, many times, because if you think about it, that is in the Bible. Where it says, you know, you can have faith the size of a mustard seed and tell that mountain, a whole mountain to move and it shall move. And y'all, have y'all ever seen a mustard seed? They're itty bitty. They are itty bitty. And I ain't going to lie. Sometimes in life, that is exactly how my faith looks. It's so small. It's so tiny. Like, especially when the situations look grave or when it looks like it's never changing. That's literally the amount of faith that I have. But because the Bible says that I could move a mountain with that size faith, imagine what I could do if it's the size of a chia seed or, you know, the size of a pumpkin seed or a avocado seed or whatever. And them avocado seeds big. So I'm just saying, though, you get what I'm saying? Like you you can have that small amount of faith. And because faith is that powerful, you can still accomplish that. You can still get what you prayed for, what you asked for. And I'm a living witness, you know, that faith works. If you have faith in things happening, even when they look, you know, like they're never going to happen, it will happen, y'all. I cannot tell y'all how many times I have prayed for stuff and like day after day, nothing is changing, but I'm still praying for that same thing because of my faith. And that was one of the points that I want to bring up is that faith is something that we need because it teaches us resilience. It teaches us perseverance and how to not give up excuse me so when you have faith for something like if you believe in for something and you just keep praying and praying and praying for it eventually it's going to come it's going to come because your belief is not changing and I think that that's a really powerful frame of mind which is why I wanted to go into the mental health aspect of it now because a lot of people think that well you know that's faith is only for People who believe in God are Christians and it's not going to help me at all. It's not going to help my make my life better or anything. But actually, it does. There is a way how faith impacts mental health. So if you're wondering how faith looks in a mental health lens, there is this phenomenon that's called the self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, what is self-fulfilling prophecy? If I were to give an overview 
it is a social, it is a socio-psychological phenomenon of somebody predicting or expecting something. And this prediction or expectation comes true simply because the person believes or anticipates it and the person's resulting behaviors align to the belief. A lot of people also call this, I believe they call it manifest destiny too. And that, you know, that goes to the whole manifestation culture and all that stuff. Y'all know how that go. But the phenomenon itself, like the, the actual psychological term is called self-fulfilling prophecy. What that means is for me as a therapist, if I was working with a client and this actually happens, if my client comes to me and says, I just keep thinking that something bad is going to happen. I keep thinking this. I literally would tell them if you keep thinking it and if you keep believing it, then eventually your actions are going to align with it and it's going to happen because your mind is stuck in it. But you guys, I mean, look at the example or the definition, excuse me, that I gave. It's expecting something or predicting that something will come true simply because the person believes it. Doesn't that sound like faith? That is exactly what faith is, y'all. Go back to Hebrews 11 and 1. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for. It is the things that we cannot see. I know I jacked that verse up, but I almost got it close because I was just reading it off, off my head. I ain't reading it now from the um, Bible, but I'm saying though, like those literally go hand in hand. This is why I be telling people, you cannot tell me that God is not in mental health, that it is unbiblical. It is very biblical because that's exactly what faith is. It's a different name for it. Yeah, if you go to a therapy session, they're going to say, okay, you're doing self-fulfilling prophecy right now because you're really believing that that thing is going to happen. And your actions are unintentionally lining with it. So like if somebody says, you know, I think that I'm going to cheat. You know, they have this belief that they are going to cheat. Something in them has been sparked. Some desire has been sparked and they truly believe that they're going to cheat. And their actions may start aligning with it unintentionally. They may start texting that person or entertaining conversations or, you know, fantasizing about them. Like it's lining up because their mind really believes that because I predicted this and I feel like it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And a lot of times this can be detrimental to mental health because in that negative aspect, like these examples I'm giving, this happens all the time whenever, you know, I talk with clients. It's like they believe that negative stuff about themselves. And then when the negative happened, I don't be one, because, you know, I work with teenagers, y'all. I don't be one to, you know, bust their bum and be like, well, you the one believe it. But, I mean, that's what I'm thinking in my mind. Like, you won't believe the good. You won't have faith in the right stuff. So now, of course, this stuff is coming coming to pass. Of course, it's, you know, manifesting itself. Because you're not changing what you believe. You believe for the negative, so the negative is happening. It can even happen, you know, when it comes to health. You know, somatic, like that psychosomatic stuff, y'all, is so real. How people can really think themselves into sickness because they think that they're sick and they're really not sick, but because you think it so much, you just, you become sick. Like a girl thinking that she's pregnant. I think like this psychosomatic comes out the most when a girl thinks she's pregnant. Period ain't even gone it's just a few days late but because she had unprotected sex she may really believe that she is pregnant and she may not even be pregnant but it will actually start to affect the body and the period will come later than usual she'll start to manifest on she'll start to align with that prediction like she'll start feeling nauseous knowing good and well that she's not pregnant but because she has that fear and she truly believes it and she believes that prediction is going to happen 
the behaviors line up with it. And I know there are probably a lot of women who are like, man, that did happen. Because your period came, you figured out, oh, I wasn't pregnant. But it was just the fact that you believed it. You were finna predict that for yourself. And that's what I mean by unintentionally your behavior started to align with it. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Same thing with faith. Just like it said in that verse in Mark of how when we pray for something, we are supposed to believe that we have it and then we shall receive it. That's what, you know, a lot of the pastors are trying to teach this generation is that when you have faith, it's not just enough to believe it. You actually got to align with it too. So you can't be, you know, somebody who, okay, I believe I'm going to be a millionaire and you never give, you're never generous. You never tithe. You never, you know, steward the money that you have right now properly. You spend it, you blow it, you know, you blow $20. Who knows what you're going to blow with a million. So, you know, it's just, they both go hand in hand in saying how we really do have to align with what we believe, but it all comes from faith. You have to have faith for the good and not faith for the bad, which is my next point. You know, when we have faith, we gotta really believe it and we gotta believe for the good, y'all. We can't always believe for the bad. If you always believe that the bad will happen, y'all, yes, bad is gonna happen. And it may not even be the bad that you think is gonna happen, because that's what I tell my clients. Like, it ain't even the bad that you expected, but because you just keep thinking that the bad is gonna happen, then it happens. You, you're not believing for anything good. The mind has such a, it, you know, like that Holy Spirit, like what God put in, it has such power to literally produce what we want to see, especially when you accompany it with prayer, because that's why that Bible says, if you believe that you've received it, it's going to be yours. And like I said, y'all, I'm not going to spend this whole podcast testifying, but if you want to hear all my testimonies, then please hit me up because I can tell you a plethora of stories of how I was literally in, you know, very unpredictable situations and just for me having faith and praying every day, even though the situation still wasn't changing, I prayed and prayed and believed and believed until it finally changed. It can happen, guys. It really can. You have to have faith for the good and vice versa. You know, when I would have faith for the bad, the bad would happen. It is not because I'm a bad. It is just because I kept believing for the bad. I expect it. And that's what I was going to bring up in the mental health aspect. Typically, what causes us, the same thing that causes us to lose faith is the same thing that causes us to fulfill, to do self-fulfilling negative prophecies, which is experiences. So when you have trauma happen, when you have, you know, these wounds or these disappointments happen, one, you start losing faith in God. We, especially as Christians, we start losing faith because we think, man, this is a product of what I've done, my mistakes. And because of that, I'm losing my faith. And then because we've had bad experience happening from looking at it from a therapist standpoint, we start to expect the worst. We can't expect the good. Or if we expect the good, we prepare for the worst all the time. We, we just don't think that things could just work out because we've been through so much. We, our minds immediately go to this bad thing is going to happen, especially in relationships. Have y'all ever met people who just, they can never trust people because they've been cheated on one time or because they've been done wrong one time they have these negative self-fulfilling prophecies about everybody who they come across. That's why it's so dangerous dating damaged people. Not trying to say that, you know, 
y'all just worthless or whatever that people ain't gonna love you but it's hard because they if they always got that negative self-fulfilling prophecy then it's, their actions are gonna line up with it you think nobody can be trusted so what do you do you pull away you push people out you you know don't commit and you don't and a lot of times and i've this has happened to me like i've known somebody who because of their past experiences no matter what, how good of a person was, they always had this negative self-fulfilling prophecy that they cannot trust people and that people are going to hurt them. They, nobody could get close to that person. And, and it was like, you're doing it to yourself. They didn't even realize that their actions were aligning with the prophecy, but that's what I'm saying. It's very, it's still all spiritual. That's why it all goes back to the spiritual point y'all of faith. Now, if that person had faith, you know, prayed and had faith that they could receive a healthy relationship from God and that God could really heal them from their wound. I guarantee you it would happen because all it takes is that belief. It all goes back to beliefs, which introduces me to the next quick point in the mental health aspect, which is the negative core beliefs and the positive core beliefs. So I've talked about this before in a lot of episodes, but if you've got negative core beliefs, that means that you're looking at everything from that negative lens. If you have positive core beliefs, that means you're looking at stuff from positive lens and experiences make all those up. So if you always looking at things like I'm always going to get cheated on or I'm never going to have anybody, then yeah, your actions are going to start lining up with that because you're predicting it and you believe it. It's your core belief. It's ingrained in you. You got to change those negative core beliefs to positive. So that way you can start believing that good things will happen and that you do deserve good things to happen. Right. That even goes back to the Bible, y'all. It says that you have to believe that you've received what you asked for in prayer. If you don't believe that you deserve good things, how are you going to believe something you pray for? It doesn't, you know, it doesn't work out, right? Going back to that million dollar prayer. If you don't believe you deserve a million dollars, then what? God is going to look at you because you know he knows our heart. He's going to look at you like, okay, well then why would I give it to you? You don't even believe you deserve it. You don't believe you, you know, you should get it or that you received it. I can't give it to you. And I mean, that's just what, where faith comes from. You know, faith is so spiritual and it, it has to be unwavering and it, you know, it has to be sturdy. It, the perfect example that I like about faith is, you know, Abraham, when he took his kid up on that mountain, y'all, Abraham had no clue what was going to happen. He just got a word from God that you got to go sacrifice your son. And I'm pretty sure Abraham was doubting that I'm pretty sure he thought that, you know, this is crazy. Why does God want me to sacrifice this kid? We didn't pray for this kid. We went through a bunch of mess for this kid. Like, no, nah, man, like, I don't want to, I'm sure that's what he was thinking if he was human like us, but you know, he still did it because one, he was obedient to God and faith coupled with obedience. Y'all who now that is a recipe for success. If you want God to really bless you, be obedient to what he tells you to do. Have faith and be obedient. But, you know, he was obedient. He went and he was ready to sacrifice his son. Even in that moment, he still had faith that he was going to be okay. Like he still had faith that stuff was going to be all right. He had no proof though. It goes back to it, you know, like just that he had a self-fulfilling prophecy and that they probably weren't even using that mental health term back then. Of course they wouldn't, but he believed because of faith in God. That's what I'm saying that it all comes from God. It all comes from a spiritual standpoint. He believed that God would provide because he told the servant in that, you know, chapter when they was like, where are y'all going or whatever? He said, me and the boy are going to worship because in that time of day, in that time in the day, 
sacrifice was worship to God. You know, they were sacrificing them goats and pigs and whatever else animal that they can get on there and kill, you know, that was worship. And so he just said, we're going to worship. He didn't say, I'm going to kill my son. No, he said, we are going to go worship and we'll come back. So not even knowing that there was going to be a ram up there. He had already spoke that they're coming back. He believed it, y'all. Like Abraham truly believed in his heart, even though he strapped his son. And I'm telling you, like he got to that point where he was really finna kill that dude. And then sure enough, that <laughs> I don't know how ram sounds, but maybe like a goat, you know, that like it's just a little, there it is. Yeah, it's sacrifice. They could go get the ram and they sacrificed that instead. Abraham had faith he truly believed in God which you know brings me to my next point which just all kind of couples it together you gotta have faith in God to let your faith produce what it needs to you have to believe that God is able to do it y'all like you have to believe it and the thing about faith is man you can we could teach how to have faith but it all comes from the person like you got to want it bad enough. You got to love God enough and trust God enough and have more and have security in God enough to know that he is going to do what he said he would do. He's going to meet me at the point of my need. He's going to answer my prayer because that's the kind of God he is. And because I believe it, just like with the self-fulfilling prophecy, people who have never picked up the Bible and don't associate faith with mental health or whatever, and they actually stick to self-fulfilling prophecy, they don't even realize that, like I said, what they're believing is making their actions align with it. But that's how powerful it is. You know, that's how powerful faith in something is. If you truly believe it and you don't even see it, but you just believe it, you're going to start lining up with it. If you believe that you're never going to change, and I, I get that a lot with clients, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to change. Okay, well, if you truly believe that no matter how much therapy we do, you're not going to change because that's what you believe and your actions are lining up with it and you don't even realize it. That's why you could ask them or I could ask them, you know, why did you do that? I really don't know. Yeah, it's because your actions are lining up with it. And that's how faith is. So if you have faith that God can bless you, if you have faith that God can do exceedingly and abundantly above anything you can ask or think, then your actions are going to line up with it. You're going to have a life of faith, you know, that even like Abraham, whenever things look bad, you still believe for good. And that's really where faith shines in us Christians is because things can look bad, but because you have so much faith in God, you know, it's going to turn around. And like I said, y'all, I got plenty of examples and stories of how that really is true it can turn around and it can turn out for the good when you have faith in God so if you don't take anything else from this podcast episode just remember that one faith is just like self-fulfilling prophecy they are intertwined they are literally the same thing y'all mental health is biblical they are the same thing therapy and theology go hand in hand amen (laughs) like that's what faith is believing something and aligning your actions with it. And two, if you have faith in the right things like God, yay, good is going to happen. If you have faith in the wrong things, like all this bad stuff that's going on around you, then bad stuff is going to happen. Like you have to have faith in the right things. Things. You have to have faith in God because if you have faith in God, then that's all you really need. 
Remember, mustard seed, real small. You don't even need a lot of it. Just get a little bit. Just get a little bit of it. And that's all you need, and you're going to be okay. But faith is really good. And plus, when you have faith in the good, it starts to show up in you. So you start to have a better attitude. You start to have more positive interactions with people. You start to, like I said, your actions align with it. So because you believe in the good, you become a good person. If you're somebody who struggled behaviorally, you start to actually do good because you really believe I'm going to change or I'm going to have a better life. Same thing with faith. If you pray for something, you really believe it, that's going to ha- that you're going to receive it. You receive it. You may not receive it instantaneously. Okay. God is not a genie. He's not a magician. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it do come instantly. I ain't going to lie. Sometimes it do. Again, I got stories and a lot of past got stories, but sometimes it doesn't. But even if it takes a while, it still comes to pass. Right. Because you believe. That's why, y'all, like we really, really, really have to practice faith, especially if you are a Bible reading, holy, you know, Holy Spirit tongues, talking Christian, like, please have faith. You got to walk faith out. You have to, because it is so important in order to grow closer to God and, you know, strengthen our bond with God, strengthen our trust in him. Because when you trust in God, that's why it says in the Bible that he would direct your past because we're putting our trust in him. Like we have faith that because we trust God, everything's going to be okay. And then even though we struggle because it says in the Bible that we're not excused from trials, we're going to go through hard stuff. We're still able to make it and we're still able to, you know, have a smile on our face possibly and we can get through it all because of faith. Faith is important, y'all. If you don't take anything else away, just know that faith is important to your spiritual health and your mental health. Okay, guys, I am done. We got through it. Thank you guys for sticking to the end of the episode. Don't forget to share this podcast with somebody who you feel like it may encourage or somebody who you feel like will support it. Also, don't forget to give it a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or any platform that you're listening to. Um, I would just say thank you guys, you know, for continuing to listen in every single week. I appreciate, you know, the support, and I'm going to keep being consistent. Just keep me in your prayers. Um, You know, like I said, today was a busy Sunday, so posted it later than usual but nonetheless i'm just happy that i got it out and so yeah we're just gonna keep this thing going man i'm gonna keep it going as long as i can but until next week god bless all of my lovely listeners y'all have a great week be i know this weather has been bipolar (laughs) like i was so mad y'all but we had a bunch of tornadoes friday and shout out to god for just keeping all my family and all my loved ones safe direct because that was crazy And definitely prayers and condolences to any communities or families that were affected by those tornadoes. But for real, y'all, be safe out here. And I know the weather's bipolar, but, you know, just try your best to make it. Put on a coat, take it off, (laughs) like do what you got to do. But till next time, peace.